to even continue to hear from you, O oh God, and learn about you, O oh God. We thank you, Father God, for uh, for speaking to us, Father God, and through us, Father God, by your Holy Spirit. We just give you all the glory, honor, and the praise, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, that every teaching, Father God, will be retained, Father God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. Oh God, I pray that I would decrease, oh God, that you would increase, oh Lord, and let it be nothing but you, oh God. And I pray, oh God, that your Holy Spirit, oh God, will speak to us, oh God, through me, Father God, speak to us, Father God, equip, Father God, your men, Father God, and equip, Father God, your people, and whoever that listens, Father God, for a time such as this, oh God. And we give you all the glory and honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So um, I want to really uh, get started out. Um, tackling this uh, this word uh, called um, one thing that we that a lot of uh, if you talk to ninety nine point nine percent of ministers or people of people of leadership in the the ministry they will say that they're because they were called. Um, so let's tackle this word, um, called and the, uh, the word that really comes to mind when, when I hear, uh, called it, um, a, a lot of people say ecclesia is, is, is actually pronounced ecclesia, um, which is a, which is a, a, a Greek word and it's actually two words put together that forms this word ecclesia. Um, ecclesia first ECC ek, which means out. And the other word is kaleo, which means called or properly called aloud or called with a loud voice. Mm. So with the word ecclesia together actually means called out with a loud voice to assemble together. So that word actually throughout the Bible, you, you'll see is, is translated what we call nowadays, the church, the church has been, uh, is called the ecclesia or the ones that were called out to assemble together. So they, they're to, so you will always first hear those that, that have been called. You, you were called out with a loud voice. You can always, you can think back on the times when, um, when you were called out. That's always, that's always the first thing you're going to get is when you, when you was called out with a loud voice. Just imagine like back when you was off back in the world and stuff and you get, and you got the call <laughs> and the call was, you, you, you feel something in your spirit. And the actual response to the call was, oh, man, I need to get my life together. You don't know exactly what it was, but you knew that there was something about your life that wasn't right that needed to get fixed. And you knew where to go to go get it fixed. It's like, I got to go get together. I'm about to go to church. Just, just however, however it was that you answered the call, there was a, there was a call into the, that, that called you out from the darkness into his light. First um, Peter 2 and 9, it says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, 
a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So that lets us know that the first initial call is the call from darkness into his light. And the way that you want to hear that call is it has to be a loud voice because it can't be it can't be um, a quiet whisper or, or something like that because you're out in a loud world doing everything mm. that, it, that that you feel that you was big and bad enough to do and it's and it's loud out there. There's all type of voices. The, the devil makes sure he's loud so you don't hear to hear the voice of God. So. There, there was a loud voice that the father sent out that you heard and you responded to the call. And the the crazy thing about that is not everyone responds to the call. That's why you get many are called, but few are chosen. Come on. Because <laughs> those because those few are the ones that actually answer. But there's many who ignore the call. They hear it, but they don't respond. So I like that verse in First Peter 2 and 9, because what did he call us out and what did he call us into? And so when we recognize, when we recognize the call and it was like, okay, what did he call us into? Did he call us into the church? Is that what you was called into? Was you, were you? Did he call us into the church, or did he call us into um, a gathering of a certain of of a, of a people? See, a lot of people get that get they entangled church and ecclesia, which it was actually interpreted wrong. I don't have time to go really deep into that particular subject, but let's stick on ecclesia. Let's let's stick on that gathering of. of of, of the ones that were called out to gather together in Christ Jesus. Those ones he called a royal priesthood. He called us a holy nation. Let me uh, read the amplified version. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession so that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He calls us a royal priesthood. I want to um, really get in. I'm, I'm going to dive on into, into my teaching a little bit because this, is, this stuff right here is, is some good stuff. I want to, I want to uh, go to, well, let's go. We're going to Acts uh, chapter 17. And I want to read verses 1 through 7. Let me uh, pull it up. Acts chapter 17, 1 through 7. And it says, Now when they passed through Amphipolis, and in Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul, as his manner was, went and in unto them, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the scriptures, opening and alleging that Christ must that Christ 
must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead and that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. And, and some of them believed and consorted with Paul and, and Silas and of the devout Greeks and great multitude and of the chief women, not a few. But the Jews which believed not moved with envy took unto them certain lewd fellows and the baser sort and gathered a company and set all the city on an uproar and assaulted the house of Jason and sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city crying, these that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. Whom Jason had, whose Jason had received, and these all do contrary to the decree of Caesar, saying that there is another king, one Jesus. I want you to get an understanding about recognizing the call. What are we called to? We are called to the ecclesia. The ecclesia is actually an, an is is is. It's, it's ambassadorial, if that's a, if that's a, if that's a good word. Um, so, what an ambassador is a bat, an ambassador is a represent is a representative of another of another country or another kingdom that is placed in a different kingdom, and they and they carry all the power of the kingdom from which they were sent from. So, for example, if that so an embassy will if we have the the United States embassy. In Russia, and the and the United and the United States Embassy in Russia, there are ambassadors that are in that, and they carry all of the of the power of the United States within Russia. Mm -hmm. So, if so, have you ever seen movies where where they'll 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 do a heist or they'll do something crazy, and then they say, "Just get to the embassy. If you can get to the embassy, you're safe," mm -hmm. because because if if someone outside, if someone in Russia does anything on the grounds of the embassy, it's it's like an act of war yeah. against the United States. So the the ecclesia, the ones that that were called out, we are an embassy here on the earth realm, representing the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. so we have to recognize that we carry all the power and all the resources of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. God calls us a royal priesthood. Amen. We just right now we just recognize what we're what we're called into. We ain't even we ain't even got into what we're called to do yet. Amen. We just need to recognize first of all what what the resources that we have as being just called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Just just ba the basic resources of the kingdom. And um, what, what was going on here is um, Paul and Silas at the time. And see, this is the kind of stuff that got this is the stuff that they really they got them locked up. See, back in those times, hear me when I say this. Back in those times, you can't talk against a ruler or a king or anything like that. That's treason, right? That'll get you. That'll get you executed. Mm -hmm. Paul and Silas. It, it, that we see here in this here in um verse seven, they're talking about they're, they're shifting the minds of of people 
they're shifting their minds to, to like um what this is a there's another king here caesar isn't king jesus is king mm -hmm. they're, they're shifting the mind of the people from the from from separating their mental hold on the caesar had and the government had on them there was teaching them the principle of christian government they were putting forth the call of god to whoever would hear and those whose hearts that responded uh, to the call became citizens of Christ's kingdom and joined themselves to the ecclesia or the community of believers, or to the or, or and became ambassadors of the kingdom. And so it's like you can't tell me I, I'm not a part of this kingdom. I'm not a part of Caesar's kingdom. I'm a part of the kingdom of heaven. And so when people's mind states mind states go to that. That, that was an insult to Caesar. They want to send send out to try to, you know, man, get these people because they are what what are they doing? That's why they say they turned the world upside down. Mm -hmm. the, the whole system, the whole governmental system, they were shifting the whole governmental system. We hear that all to, all the time. We think it's a cliche that church folks say that uh, uh, you can't be turned the world upside down. No, literally. This is this is this is Lee literally turned governmental systems upside down because he he was like they were they were like the king is not you Caesar the king is Jesus and so they were getting martyred and killed left and right because they they wouldn't recognize earthly kings because they recognized the king of kings who is Jesus Christ and I thought that was very 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 good so um so let's get to let's get to our first call i'm gonna go through i'm gonna i'm gonna go through um different types of calls okay so and and when i go through these calls it's really going to really touch on what is um the theme of the of the man up call is at this time it's going to really touch on these so let's hit um matthew 4 and 17. So Matthew 4 and 17 says this. It says, From the time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The first call is the call to repentance. That's, that's, that's going to be the first call. You remember, like I said earlier, you, you out there in the world doing everything you need, you want big and bad enough to do. Then all of a sudden, you don't know where it came from. All of a sudden, you just get this feeling like, I need to get my life together. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what's going on? I need to, I need to change my ways. That's the first call. That's a spirit of repentance that came onto you. The John six, John chapter six, verse forty four says. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. God sends a spirit of repentance out and to draw you from the darkness into his light. And then once you're able to come, once you're able to be drawn, let's let's uh well, let's look at uh, verse five, verse uh, uh, verse five of that same chapter, Matthew chapter one. Jesus said, and seeing the multitude, he went up into the mountain 
And when he was set, his disciples came unto. Uh, oh no, no, I'm not going to get to that real quick. I'm, I'm going. I'm jumping ahead of myself. <laughs> let me, let me not jump ahead of myself because it is, is very good. So, so that's the first call. The first call is calling to repentance. Um, Jesus would, Jesus would go, and when he was calling his disciples, his disciples, he was like, "Come, come on, come, come, follow me." His, his, his message was repent. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Once you come into repentance, and see, you come to you come to the church, you repent, and you get saved, and okay, and now and now we're here, and now we're like, now what? Right? So here's the problem that, that's going on into the church in the church these days. People get called out of from get called to repentance repent because i truly believe they repent and they and they and they get in church and then they get this zeal because once they get saved they get this zeal you know you get this zeal for christ you want to tell everybody yeah. about it but here's what happens there's stages that you have to go through there's other calls you have to go through and some people end up calling themselves mm. they 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 go straight from called to sent but there's a there's a middle part right there that's called equipped so you can't go from call to sent or call and then like okay i they'll go to the pastor somewhere. i feel like i'm called to be a to be a minister let me jump in my training class and then now i'm ministering but there's a whole other equipment besides being trained to be a minister mm. Being trained to be a minister, if you don't get properly equipped or properly discipled, that's the equipping. The equipment is in, is being discipled. Disciple. Yep. He, he will, God will send out the God the Father will send out the call to repentance, bring you unto the Son, and the Son Jesus Christ will disciple you. You have to learn. Of Jesus Christ, you have to know who it is that rules over you before you can properly minister His gospel. You have to get to know get to know Christ first. So you, then you become disciple. And I want to, and that's where I'm at at, at um, Matthew five and one. So Matthew five verse one, it says, "And seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain." And when he was set, his disciples came to him and he opened his mouth and taught them. And that's when we, that's when we, we call them the Beatitudes or whatever. He start he starts training them. It's time to equip them. He starts properly discipling his disciples, his followers. So and notice these are these are the, the twelve apostles or whatever, but He's calling them right now. We're talking. We're talking about the. He's calling them disciples right now. So right now they have to get properly discipled, or they have to properly learn who Jesus Christ is. Mm. He's teaching. He's teaching them his ways. We can't get. We can't get into the church. Sit. Sit there for about two years and get some good. Get get some good sermons in, and then think, okay, now I'm called to be a preacher. And then we get trained. You, we may get properly trained to be to be 
a, a, a preacher, but skip being properly discipled. That you, that's why you see so many like big mega churches and stuff. The leaders are falling. And so you have to ask yourself and instead of being surprised, like how did such and such fall? He had a whole mega church. How did, how did this person fall? Why does it? Because they weren't properly discipled. You, you, you have to look and see like they, they couldn't have been properly discipled because the Bible talks about if you was properly discipled, it'd be impossible to turn. It'd be impossible. And so we can't, we, you, you gotta look at like okay, we got you gotta look at discipleship. So it's all in the discipleship, properly discipled, properly equipped before you decide to uh send before you decide to go out. Then once you are properly equipped, guess what Jesus does? He tests you to make sure that you're properly equipped. And I'm gonna show you that right here in the scriptures. It says in Matthew, if you want to go me to Matthew 16. And uh, 13 through 20. Jesus, Jesus, it says, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say the son of man am? And they and they said, some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias and others, Jeremiah and or one of the prophets. So he, he asked them, so who do people say that I am? He wants he wants them to like, okay, he's testing them. Who, who who's everybody say I am? And they had, you know, they everybody has something to say. What? See, you see, uh, John the Baptist, some saying Elias, some say Jeremiah, some say the prophets, and then he hit them with this. Okay. But who do you say that I am? Now, okay, I ask you who they say I am. Now who do you say that I am? Now here's the test. We've been doing all this. I've been doing all this training. You've been walking with me. I've been showing you my ways. I've been equipping you, getting you together. Now, who am I? You know, now here's the test. Who am I? So we got to ask, how many people can, if someone can tell you, who is Jesus? Can you tell, are you giving them, are you giving them information from what you was, from what you was told? Or are you giving them information from what you experienced? Come on, that's good right there. That, that's and that's that's two that's two whole different things. So it's like well, if someone if someone comes, you say, "Who is Jesus? Who is this Jesus?" Are you giving them secondhand information from what you've been learning and what someone told you all 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 the years that you've been sitting in in, in the pews and listening to the preacher? You're hearing there their representation of Jesus or are you telling, are you going to give them from experience, yeah. from what you from encounter yeah. are you giving them information from, from your personal encounter with him yeah. and that's that's where it is book study, book study versus experience, I like that yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. that's that's where it is yeah. that's what Jesus is, is looking at yeah. That's the quiz, that's if you want to pass the test, that's, that's, that's when you know, are you ready to go or not? Are you ready to be sent out? Are you ready to Are you ready to go out and and preach this Jesus? Because don't preach something off something you done you done you done learned or something that somebody done told you or stuff you read. You can read all the books in the world about. It. You can even read the Bible back and forth. But if you haven't experienced Him, you do not know Him. If you don't have a relationship with Him, you do not know Him. Mm -hmm. The Bible talks about that it's going to come a day where 
where you, where you'll be sitting at the table. You, do you realize that you you'll be actually sitting at the table? You and and he's gonna look and say, you know, say so he's gonna tell you to depart for I never knew you, and then you gonna have an argument. Well, I prophesied in your name. I've I've, I've uh, called out demons in your name. You realize you, people are performing miracles, calling out demons and all that stuff. But do you realize that you can call out a demon off of education? People can be delivered off of knowledge. You can, you can, if you give somebody the knowledge, it's, and this is crazy. It's something that I that I, that I learned. You can give somebody the knowledge of how to be delivered. They can be delivered off of pure education. Knowing what what they're dealing with, knowing knowing knowing, and giving them the knowledge of God, and then you can educate them into their own experience with Christ, and they get delivered. But you never knew them yourself. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I, that's Christ. You can look at. You can even go to look at the seven sons of, of Sceva. They went seven sons of Sceva. They uh, they was trying to call out spirits, and the spirits looked at them and said, you know. Um, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? And the and, and the and the spirits jumped off of the man and jumped into them. Mm-hmm. And so, so my so my question is: here's what's going. Here is what's going to mark that you know Christ, that you got a relationship with Christ, that the demons will know your name. Mm-hmm. Do do the spirits know your name, or are you just a number that they're picking and they're messing with? Because the first thing, the first ones is going to recognize. Who you are is going to be darkness. Darkness is going to be the first thing to recognize who you are. Mm. They're going to recognize who you are. I'm reminded of the story of um, there's a couple. There's a couple of passages in the Bible that talks about uh, when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. But the one, the one in Luke is the one that really uh, gets me because right after, right after Jesus was was. Uh, was tempted in the wilderness. When he came out, he came out with all power, uh, and he told he had told his disciples to not to uh, not to tell not to tell nobody who he is once the revelation came, right? And so he went he went and he uh, approached the guy that uh, that was possessed with a demon, and the demons cried out and testified who Christ was. They told me that they said you're the you're, you're the son of God you're the Christ and 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 Jesus had 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 to hush them up because he had not yet exposed himself to man yet or or revealed himself to man yet and so the crazy thing is darkness recognized who he was before men even knew that at that that part is crazy so the first thing we need to know darkness is going to recognize who you are when you come to a relationship with Christ. He's going to recognize who you are, and that's the test. He's going to ask, well, who do you say that I am? And you better be able to answer it. When someone comes to you and say, who do you say, who does? Who is this Jesus? Not book sense. You need to give them from, from experience. What's your experience? And the Bible goes on to say in 16, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, Thou that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. If you if you um, look at that word 
church, how Jesus puts it. If you if you if you look it up, I got a, a, a app called the Touch Bible. So if you touch church, when it comes up, it's the ecclesia. It's the called out. It's the called out ones that. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Upon what rock? The rock is the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. That is the foundation of the church. Mm-hmm. The foundation of the church, if y'all want to write that down, I'll say it one more time. The foundation of the church is the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. If you're not building on that revelation, you're building your foundation on on sinking. Yeah. And yeah, you're building your foundation on sinking. So if you're not building your, if you're not building on the foundation of who Jesus Christ is, that is the rock that He's building His church on. His revelation. Mm. So when you when you when you get when you are properly discipled, when you are called, when you are called out, when you hear that call, the call, and those that answer the call, and that answer the call to repentance. Answer the call to discipleship. And then once you answer the call to discipleship, you learn about Jesus. And then when you learn about Jesus and you and you're building on a solid foundation of the revelation to who Jesus Christ is, then and only then you can answer the call to ministry. Because then it will be clear what it is you are supposed to do. If you're still walking walking around in ministry, if you don't accept the leadership roles and you're all in ministry and you don't know what it is that you're called, that you still don't got an idea what it is that you're called to do, you need to go back and check your discipleship. You need to check. You need to you need to also check your relationship with Christ because he does not make he does not make things confusing. Amen. Look at your life. What do you what 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 are you good at? What are your talents? What are what are things like that? And 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 to spend time with Christ, spend time with your, uh, have, a, have a relationship with him. He is going to reveal what it is that, that he wants you to do. And then he will send you out to do it. And it will be easy. Yes, hell will come against it. The, 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 uh, it said, the Bible says that hell will not prevail. So guess what? Hell will come against it. When they recognize it's something that, that's Jesus, when they see that you come into the revelation of Christ, they see you're building upon this revelation. Guess what? Because guess what's going to come? Hell is going to come. Hell is going to come. And there is no ifs, ands, buts about it. But we can glory in and we can have joy in and take peace in that it shall not prevail. And hell will not prevail in anything that Christ is building. And so after that, you can answer the call. You're sent out. And my last scripture is Matthew 28, 16 through 20. And it says, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. Some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Once you have been discipled, guess what you have to do? Make disciples. You have to multiply. God put us on this earth to be fruitful and multiply. Does that mean have a whole bunch of kids? That don't necessarily mean go over and have a whole bunch of kids. Probably to Adam and Eve at the time because they had to replenish the earth and um Noah at the time he gave them the same command prior to replenish the earth. 
But to us, we have to multiply. What are we multiplying? We're multiplying his spirit in the earth. We're multiplying his disciples in the earth. Because once we disciple people, they can receive the Holy Spirit. We're multiplying God's spirit in the earth. We're establishing the kingdom in the earth. Amen. That's what he's coming back. He's coming back for a church, for a church without spot or, or wrinkle. He's coming out for a people. He's coming out for a people. He ain't coming back for the building. That, that big, beautiful edifice is going to still be there, probably be destroyed or, or whatever. But he's coming. He's coming back for his people. Amen. He's coming back for his people. And and the Bible continues to say, and Jesus came and said, uh, said unto them, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now, we once we answer the call to, to, to the ministry, so we call answer the call to, to repentance, answer the call to to discipleship. In that call of discipleship, we get equipped. Once we are, once we get equipped, we learn we, through a relationship. We learn the re, the revelation of Christ. Once we know Him and He knows us, then we can properly be sent. And when we are sent out into ministry. That's when. That's what you see. From then on, that's when the rank, the ranking change. They call this the like the uh, the uh, the apostles' creed, the uh, um, uh, the uh, the great commission. That's what when they when they when he sent out the apostles. That's when they were promoted to apostles, the sent ones. That's what apostle means, sent out or sent or sent ones. So then you get that you get that title. You get that coveted title. Everybody's seeking for that for that title, but we ain't we ain't we ain't about titles or whatever. We're about doing the will of God and establishing His kingdom here on earth. Mm-hmm. But we first need to rec- recognize that we have all the resources of the kingdom of, of heaven. We have all down here. If we need anything, the Bible says all we have to do is ask, ask, seek, knock, and we going we gonna get it. All we have to do is ask, um, Lord, um, there's a need here on earth. I need you to open up the store, the storehouses of heaven. Everything ain't got to be uh, selfish. Give me, me, me. There's somebody, there's a need here for somebody that they need. The heaven has storehouses of everything. If they need, they need um, healing. We can go into the, we can tap into the kingdom and get healing here on earth. If they need deliverance, we can tap into the kingdom and we can bring deliverance here on earth. That's how miracles happen. Miracles happen because people are, because you could tap into the kingdom and grab your resources. That's why, that's why, <laughs> as, that's so crazy because people, that's why some people, that's why, and in the end, Jesus could say it to people when the people say, well, I did miracles in your name and I did this in your name and you said for I never knew you because you had an understanding of the kingdom but you never had a, a revelation or understanding of me so we have to watch you know what I'm saying and I'm just going on a sidebar here we have to watch you know what I'm saying Eat, just continuously just studying on, on certain things and, and, and neglecting our relationship with Christ mm-hmm. we do everybody kingdom this kingdom then we study we able to tap into the kingdom but we ain't able to tap into the king mm-hmm. and that's and that and that's an issue wow you know we just tap into the the rev, the revelation that we can get all we can 
pull things from heaven and make things happen on earth because we're tapping into the kingdom but we never tap into the king and the king like i, I don't even know who this is but mm. they pull it from the storehouse you know but if they're, if they're doing my will here's the thing if you if you if you're doing god's will you don't and you don't know he will prostitute you all the way to the end he will use you if he if to get his will accomplished on this earth you know, the same way he used a donkey and, and, and everybody else. It's like, you know, if, if it's gonna if it's gonna draw people, he'll use Broadway to the end to get to get his will accomplished. So that's my thing. We we accept the call to repentance, but the main thing that we have to do, we accept the call to discipleship, the main thing we have to do is accept the call to Christ and learn and to that relationship. And get that relationship with Jesus Christ and get to know him before we make our next move. Amen. 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 That's good. That's good. Norris, you got anything to add on to that, man? Nah, man. That was uh that was that was good stuff, man. That was um that was real good, man. I like the points, man. That was um that was brought out, man, definitely uh, about um, being um, being de- being discipled, man, um, and definitely um, um, just about, you know, when you said, uh, I forgot where scripture came from, um, when, you, when Peter, uh, he asked the disciples, who, 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 who the, uh, you say I am, and I guess, I think it was Peter that said, you are the Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus, Jesus goes back and said, "You are Peter." You know, and um, um, upon that revelation that Peter, that the Holy Spirit birthed in Peter, Christ says, "Upon you know, upon this revelation, I'm gonna build my church, and the gates of hell not prevail." And of course, you know, like you know, like uh, Jody said, those of us who really study scriptures, we know that Jesus wasn't talking about a building, uh, but he was talking about. Uh, uh, the, the the sect of people or the of the group of people that believed on believe on his revelation and mm-hmm. accepted him as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, so upon upon that revelation, upon a, the revelation of who Jesus Christ is, that hell won't prevail against whatever God has called you to do. And um, that's one of the things, man. When he said this, sparked me, man, is that a lot of times when you know people have people have enough guts to answer the call. But then I don't have enough guts to follow through with the call, uh, because like Jody said, when you when you doing when you when you tap in, you tap into the king, the, not the kingdom, but when you tap into the king and who the king, what the king is all about, yeah. and you when you plug into the king and you start being a representation in the earth for the king, darkness gonna rise against you. And a lot of times, what happens is people fold up and they run away from it because the pressure of the darkness. But Jesus just told you in that scripture when Peter revealed to the other, say, "Listen, when the darkness come, it will not prevail against you. It's gonna come. It's gonna come, but it won't prevail against you because of who Jesus Christ is." And I think, man, that I wanted to reiterate that that, that whoever's gonna li- whoever will get on this podcast and listen to it, that hey, if you accepted the call, if you did it. You know, like 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 our brother said on tonight, don't 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 just plug into the kingdom, but plug into the king. 
Because yeah. when you plug into the king, when hell rises against you, hell can't prevail against you because exactly. you plug into the king, man. So, and that's really, man, what that, that really just, you know, man, that really got me right there, man. Because, you know, all of us in there, it's a scary feeling yeah. when you accept it, man. I don't care who I'm, I, I don't know too many people that when they, when God called them. To, to, to go whatever he called them to do, especially if he called you to minister his work. Dude, that is a scary feeling. Hey. Because you gotta understand that what's what's on you, what 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 you accounted for. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What you accounted for. And then you gotta know this too, man, that when you called to preach it, I only are you supposed to preach it, but you whatever you, you preaching, you gotta be living it too. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, yep. you, you see what I'm saying? So it's it's the responsibility of that weight, man. It's 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 a scary feeling, and so I can understand when people say I'm scared. I can understand it, but, but what I want, but I just want to reiterate what our brother said tonight. You ain't got to be scared of the call. You got to be scared because if you get disciple correctly, if you get disciple correctly, if you plug into the king correctly, you go. The king is your source because he's going to always give you the resources of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. If you plug into the king, you're going to always have the resources of the kingdom. And you don't have to be afraid of what the king has called you to do. He said it when, before Jesus ascended to the heavens. He told the disciples, I've given you authority. Yes. I've given you authority, yeah. man. And a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, uh, I want to say this too, and I'm done. A lot of people like, I don't know what I'm called to do. I don't know, man. When you receive Christ as your savior, then you need to go make another. You need to go make what's happened to you, and you go let it happen to somebody else. He called us to be salt and light into the world. So yeah. you need to go make some more salt and light in this world. Go make more disciples. Mm -hmm. You might not ever get a pulpit. You might not ever get a mega church. You might not ever get a big crowd. But I'm, if God give you, if you if you can minister to five, man. Go make disciples out of them five. That's mm. what he called you to do. Yeah. So none of no no believers should ever say, I don't know what I'm called to do. Yeah, we're called to go make disciples. Yeah. And he just the last scripture he read lets us know we have the authority to yes. go do that. Yes. We can make disciples. He called us to make disciples of, of men. And so nobody should ever feel like I don't know what I'm called to do. Yeah. Go make go be go. You a disciple, go make another disciple. Yep. And let the pattern keep going, man. So, man, that was awesome word tonight, man. Man, I, I, that's about all I got, man. But that I enjoyed that tonight, man. That yeah. was good stuff. Real good revelation, man. Yeah, and you're right. Um, that that's the that's the thing that people tend to to wonder when they say, "What, what am I called to?" That they're tend they're, they're tending to wonder what what office they're called to. That's they're called, right they're that's called to. An apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, mm -hmm. or or if they call just be a uh, just just be a minister or whatever that or elder or whatever that they're trying to figure out what title you're called to, yeah. but it's not a title that you were called. You never called to a title. Your 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 call was was to the king. You mm -hmm. was called. You was called to the king, mm -hmm. and then you then you was called to his revelation. Then. The, all the other stuff. What 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 is the what is the Bible says? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and, and all His righteousness. Then all these other things will be added. Will be added to you. You know. Yeah. So our first thing, our, our call. Amen. And okay. Hey, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that, man, because that's one scripture that Lionel always quote. He loved that scripture. But I'm glad you said that too. It was, you, I think you said that when you was teaching, man. That it's like we try to bypass certain areas and try to jump i guess we try to jump to the title you know what i'm saying because what 
because I don't know. I guess it's just something embedded in human DNA. It's like uh, we all, everybody wants some type of glory or recognition. Yeah. So you shooting for that? You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. selfish part that you were shooting for that title. Mm-hmm. Uh you see what you see what kind of clout the pastor get. You see what kind of clout an elder get or an apostle or a prophet. You know, and a lot of times us and our stupidity, we don't even know what the, the assignment that comes with those calls, the, the demonic entities that are that are assigned to those call to those titles, I mean. So we don't even know about that, but we just see the recognition. But I do like what you said, and I believe that this is what a lot of people struggle at, man. It says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And what and I was teaching like this in Sunday school is that man righteousness simply means to be right. Man, that's what when Jesus can see you seeking him to be right, man. Yeah, because I, I say this all the time. It's like you got two in, 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 in the. I hate to say this, but in the in the in the church today, it's like you got two different people, two sets of people, man. And it's like you don't, you found very few people in the middle with that balance. You got one set that say, uh, "God is love," and you can live any care you kind of get. God will forgive mm-hmm. you. Then you got the other side that say. Uh, you know, the holy God, and if you do this, you're going to hell. You don't got that balance, man. And that balance, and that, and that balance comes in and says, listen, yeah, he is love, but he is holy. And God wants us to be righteous. Amen. At the end of the day, loving God is still that holy God. Mm-hmm. And he's going to deal with whatever issue that is coming in your life. His thing is, he say, I'm seek yeah. me, seek the king to be right. And when you seek the yeah. king to be right, I can, I can, I can, I can trust you to handle all these other things that I want to get to you. But first, I need to see that you want to be right. Amen. And I like that you just point that out, man. It's like God is looking for right. He's looking for righteous. He's looking for right. And when we seek the king, once again, not the king, seek the king. Uh-huh. The king, seek the king. I heard, I heard Thomas break that word kingdom down, man. He's like, you know, you that you're dumb is where you get the word dominion from. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, seek the king. The king will give you dominion or whatever it is that's that's tripping you up not to be right. And yeah. when the king can see you being right, he'll start adding all these other things to your life, man. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you qu- quote that scripture out, man, because it's like a lot of times that's what Jesus is looking for. Like, yo, you're seeking all this other stuff. Seek me to be right. The Bible does this a lot. It, it, it always goes and. It always yep. goes and a lot of people hit the hit that first point and they skip the and. So it says the, uh, seek first, it. the mm. kingdom of God. And. So they us seek the kingdom, but then they skip righteousness. Yeah, so, that's good. Uh, and then and then and then the Bible also says um, it says um, in, uh, Mark one and fifteen. It says uh, um, let me uh, decline that. Cause I'm trying to comment. It said and saying. Uh, the time the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe. So people want to repent, Come on. but then they believe. Come on. So they, 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 they repent and then skip the believe part. So because there's benefits with the and you gotta you gotta you gotta yeah. do both. Because Yeah, lawfully and, lawfully because, Yeah, because right there in the in the eighteenth in the eighteenth verse of Matthew sixteen after it says, it, it says, and he said unto you, Peter, that upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Mm. Right after, what's the very next verse? He said, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. So now you got access to, to access the kingdom. So he, the gates has not going to prevail. And 
He's going to give you the keys to the kingdom to access anything in the kingdom to access. The kingdom. Yeah. And, and then and then it goes. It, it continues on with the end. It said, "And whatever you shall loose on uh, on uh, on earth shall be loose in heaven. heaven. And whatever you shall loose in heaven shall be loosed on bound in heaven shall be bound on whatever you know. What I'm how the how the scripture goes. He just continues to to put the and on. But we have to do both parts. We have to repent and believe. We have to seek." The kingdom and his righteousness. So we ain't, we can't just take a piece of the scripture and try to run with it. Yeah. We need yeah. to do everything that he that he said. Yeah. So, yeah. We, so we can get all the benefits that come that come with it, or all the equipping that we need here on this on this earth. Mm. You know, the kingdom. We have complete access to pull the kingdom to the earth, so yes. we can so so we yeah. can operate functionally and fully. Here on this earth, with all the resources of the kingdom, like I talk about the ambassadorship that you have, and with the, do you realize that that if you if you if you're an ambassador to the United States, you have access even to the military to the United States yep. military. Everything. So if I'm an ambassador of heaven here on this earth. I have access to the angels, to the, yep. angels, yep. To the military of yep. heaven. Yep. So if something is coming against me, that's why the gates of hell shall not prevail. Mm -hmm. Because I got access to the heavenly military. Come on now. Mm -hmm. I can if anything comes comes I can call upon the angels to to, to get rid of anything, let alone the power that's that's endowed on me myself.